Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden and welcome to Queer Stories, the podcast for the LGBTQI plus storytelling night I host and program. Queer Stories events happen regularly in Sydney, Brisbane and Melbourne, and I'm also now hosting them in regional towns. If you enjoy these stories, please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast and consider buying a copy of the Queer Stories book, a collection of 26 of the stories edited by me and published by Hachette. I'm really proud of this collection and I hope you enjoy it too. Ali Garrett has been writing and speaking on body politics and fat activism for the past decade, with her writing featured in The Guardian, Daily Life and ABC Life. Uh, Ali performed this story in Sydney at Giant Door. Tonight, if it's okay, I'd like to tell you about the stupidest thing that I've actually ever done. So, a few weeks ago, I was walking home, and it was a Friday night, and then I got a text message from a Coke dealer. Uh, Pearly Whites, out tonight, not to be missed. Special, two for 5.50. And not that long ago, I had passed on the number to somebody else, which was a lawyer that I've been trying to impress. And I thought that giving him this number, it actually might make him more likely to marry me. It hasn't worked yet, but um, my phone lit up not long after that first message, and it was the lawyer. And he'd clearly received the same text. Want to go halves on some coke for the next time we hang out? I tend to lose my mind when I have a crush on someone, so I actually found this message extremely romantic. (laughs) Like, not only was he suggesting hanging out again, but this cocaine was actually going to be our first joint purchase. (laughs) I thought that after we bought the Coke, a couch from Ikea was gonna be just around the corner. So I detoured past the ATM and then I messaged the Coke dealer who said that they were 20 minutes away. And much like dog years, drug dealer minutes exist on an entirely different time and space continuum. When a drug dealer tells you 20 minutes, it could be an hour, it could be two hours, it could be five. And I'd never waited for a drug dealer sober before. Somehow it was actually even more annoying than waiting for a drug dealer when you're wasted. Time was passing incredibly slowly. I was desperate to take my bra off because I'd gotten home and once I take my bra off, I can't possibly leave the house again and I knew I had to have another interaction with a drug dealer. So I sent off a text message at about 11.45 saying that, I'm very sorry, Mr. Drug Dealer, but I actually have to go to bed. (laughs) And the dealer messaged me back 26 minutes. And this 
sounded promising. It was precise enough that it actually sounded like it had been inserted into a Google map. Mm. And then about 20 minutes later, my phone rang. It wasn't the usual chick on the phone. It was a dude. Hey, we're just about to pull up outside. We're in a silver Toyota Camry. Now, because I'm gay and I can't drive, I've got no idea. Like, no idea what a Toyota Camry looks like. Not a clue. Like, Toyota Camry? Never met her. So, the colour silver, though, that I know. So I opened my front gate and conveniently there was a silver car pulling up right outside. So I walked over and I tried to open the front door of the silver car and it was locked. I jiggled on the door handle and the driver looked uneasy. I thought maybe it was because I'd been quite demanding about his arrival time. I'd been extremely assertive. And so he opened it and I was going to sit down in the front seat of the silver car to drive around the block the way you usually would with a dealer. But I noticed just in time that there was actually a single lone McDonald's bag sitting on the front seat. I clocked the bag and I remembered recently that when a very dear friend of mine had bought some weed recently, the driver had actually come dressed as a Deliveroo driver. Like, he had the turquoise polo neck, he had the, the servant turtle backpack. So, he had the whole deal. So I saw the Macca's bag and I thought, how entrepreneurial. <laughs> Trends spread so quickly these days. Drug dealers actually all out here pretending to be part of the gig economy. Hmm. So I tried to sit down and the driver said, oh, it's all in the bag. It's all in the bag? I asked. It's all in the bag, ma'am. So I took the bag and I gave the driver the money and I... Well, yeah, I, I gave him a wad of thick wad of notes into the car and he looked slightly shocked. As soon as I shut my car door, he locked all of the car doors and sped off into the night. They're really busy tonight, I thought. He must be late for another delivery. The bag, it smelled like road trip and hangovers and sitting around waiting for a delayed flight in an airport. Gosh, this is really realistic. <laughs> I walk back into my apartment. They've even made it smell like Maccas. <laughs> so then I was standing at my kitchen bench and I opened the bag. And inside there was a ten-piece pack of chicken nuggets <laughs> and a sweet and sour sauce. Fuck, I think. This is so thorough. <laughs> They've outdone themselves. That must be why it took so long. They were packaging up a bit of 10-piece nuggies with every delivery. It's really time-consuming. I wonder if they 
I should have gone for fries instead. There's a lot of vegans in Sydney like a night on the baggies, and I think there would have been less food wastage. Like, there would have been less food wastage if they went fries instead. So I look under the nuggets, and I look under the sauce, and I look under the serviette, and then I look inside the box of nuggets. I can't find any bags of Coke. I start to wonder if I've been scammed. And my drug dealer has sold my number to a McDonald's bandit who's going around giving bags of McDonald's in exchange for cash. That's when my phone rings. We're outside, where the fuck are you? I'm like, what the fuck? I just gave you the money and I took the bag. He's like, you took a bag? I'm like, I took a Macca's bag, not an actual bag. I thought it was a delivery. He's like, a Macca's bag? I'm like, a fucking Macca's bag! He's like, a fucking Macca's bag? Fuck. Dude, I think you just gave the money to an Uber Eats driver. And that's when I realised my Coke dealer had been parked up in a silver Toyota Camry behind the silver car pulling up outside my house. I'd accidentally paid $550 for a box of chicken nuggets. (laughs) And when you do the maths... It's actually $55 per nugget. (laughs) So it's at this point of the story that for balance, I like to consider all of the different perspectives. The Uber Eats driver, who was essentially carjacked by an impatient fat woman for some breaded chicken. I mean, was it his best day ever at the office? Five hundred and fifty dollars for one delivery. I also like to think of the the person who ordered the nuggets. Is she my neighbour? Does she see me in the street and think, there goes the nugget thief? Did the driver go to Macca's and replace the nuggets himself? Or did he log out of Uber, never to drive again? I can't actually report him in this scenario. I'm very clearly the one in the wrong here. I stole those nuggets and then I tipped him $550. So I'd never actually thought of not being able to drive is a real problem. It seemed like the only repercussion was not being able to return the favour of a ride to the airport. I wish that I could go back in time and tell my awkward, horny teenage self the consequences of not wanting those driving lessons. If only she'd learned just enough that we could identify a Toyota Camry on site, (laughs) then I wouldn't actually have this problem. 
That night, my Coke dealer offered to drive me around the corner to the ATM, but I declined. <laughs> not only did I not have any money left, but I actually couldn't look him in the eye. <laughs> I'm also still so embarrassed that I haven't even been able to tell the lawyer that I bought us chicken nuggets instead of cocaine. <laughs> I go over on a Monday, I'm like, it's a school night. Yeah. <laughs> and just let that actually be a reminder to any undercover cops in the audience. I didn't actually buy or use. <laughs> any drugs in this story. Just McDonald's. <laughs> and if there are any parents in the room tonight, if you want to keep your children safe around drug dealers, please, please teach them how to drive. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening. Please rate and review the Queer Stories podcast to boost my ego and help spread the word. For tickets and dates, follow Queer Stories on Facebook. And for late night rants and photos of my dog Frank, follow me, Maeve Marsden, on Twitter. For discount tickets to my shows, as well as other perks, become a supporter of my work on Patreon for as little as $4 a month. Details on MaeveMarsden.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.